everybody. Welcome to another Ignite Visibility University. I'm really excited because today we have Steve Zimmerman with us, who's founder and head engineer at Rocket Resume. Steve, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Before you got on, we were talking a little bit about uh, the life of, a, of an entrepreneur. T tell us a little bit about uh, your entrepreneurial journey and how you ended up where you are. Oh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, for me, it's been a, a kind of a path of finding out myself. And I started um, in a completely different field where I was a, worked as a mechanical engineer in the Midwest. And then I've always been into software and computer science and then eventually transitioned. I actually attended a, a boot camp class in the Bay Area. And uh, that's what brought me out to uh, Silicon Valley. And then I worked at several startups as a junior front-end web developer. I got in early at a couple ones that were willing to give a lot of uh, learning experience um, to somebody pretty junior. And I worked, worked as hard as I could. And um, eventually, after about five years, decided to go off on my own and do my own um, project and started from the scratch with just me and uh, my computer and uh, and grew the business that way. And so it's been a, an amazing journey and I'm um, excited to where we are now and the future to come. And, you know, I, I, I think, you know, a lot of people get excited about learning technology, learning development, um, and then maybe starting their own uh, platform like you did. But, you know, what's interesting to me is like, you had to learn development skills, you had to learn um, entrepreneurial, you know, skills, you had to learn business skills, you know, cash flows, balance sheets, marketing skills. I mean, do you, do you think that that is an approach that you would recommend to people to actually learn how to code themselves and start that way? Or was that a tricky way to go about it? Well, I, I think uh, coding is extremely rewarding. I mean, uh, for me, when you're building something and you can see people use it and you can get that feedback really quickly on your product, its performance, um, and you can go make a change and you can do it immediately. Um, I recommend, I mean, it's, it's a great skill to have. Everyone wishes they had a little bit of that. Obviously, not, it's not for everyone, um, but I highly recommend going into software, um, especially with the market the way it is now. Um, the, like my classmates at the bootcamp class, there's, there's people that would just with um, high school degrees or with no experience going into it. And they are now senior engineers. And so there's a lot of opportunity. If you're hungry for that, that's something that I find very rewarding. If you like learning and if you like being somewhat miserable, trying to solve difficult problems, uh, if you're okay with that and um, it can be a rewarding field. And it's, um, it's the, the thing I pride most about my current job is the overcoming adversity and challenges and, and learning new things. And like, I, I embrace like you said, all the, the business, the cash flows and all that stuff that, that some people might like more than me, but um, you got to take it and for what it is and go after it. And um, I, I really enjoy learning new things. And in this situation, I just kind of took what I could and ran with it. I think that's, you know, one of the, the marks of somebody who I've seen, you know, does, does well in business. It takes so much um, time, effort, passion. Uh, you, you got to enjoy the journey. You got to, you got to enjoy, um, you know, the, the diversity. And so talk to us a little bit about Rocket Resume. So you've been running that business for how long now? And then what's that journey kind of been like and, and where are you at now? So that's a great question. I think we would go back about four years 
is when I really started working on it full time. It's been an idea for maybe a couple of years before that. Um, and I, I mean, I, I wanted to help people um, get jobs. I know that the, it's an interesting space and a lot of people don't think of this as like uh, resume building as, a, as its own business, but it's a very huge space in employment industry, which is very huge financially as also it, it pains everyone. And so there's a, one of the things that's always been a principle of mine is when building product is to be very user focused um, and to fix a painful, difficult process. And so um, I worked at a company called BP that was a used car sales peer to peer. And like, like that car transactions are extremely difficult for they're painful. There's paperwork, there's laws, there's taxes, there's it's just, a, and you have to deal with the uh, used car salesman or blah, 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 blah. And so with Rocket Resume, I saw something similar that I could solve on a pure tech perspective and use technology to scale the business. And it, I knew that I could provide a service for something for to help people that do something that is very difficult. And one of the things that's interesting is that building a resume is completely um it's a different skill set than what you need to get the job. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people that are great at their job, but they might not be great at building a resume. And so what we've really tried to do is make that easy. We offer suggestions for nearly every job title out there, um, templates so you can click one button, you can swap out, and you can really scale your resume and you can duplicate it for multiple positions and et cetera. So um, what I found was that really being into helping people on a very difficult um, thing like building a resume and getting a job, it's something that everyone hates doing. Um, if, we can help, if we can help a little bit there, then I think we'll be successful. And so that's really been my mantra, um, how I got into Rocket Resume. And then I think the, the goal of Rocket Resume to date, and there's going to be much more things down the road because we're still a young company um, in the last few years as we've grown. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity to to take it to the next level. And so we're, we're excited about where we are. I love that. So, so hard problem that you can solve with technology that can scale. Uh, what a great framework. What a great framework for everybody listening here. You know, what, what's a hard, hard problem that's in demand. You can um, put technology to it and solve it. And then that's going to, going to, um, going to allow it to scale. I have a question for you. How many resumes have you seen at this point? Oh, we're, over a million resumes, um, I would say, have at least resumes that have been started. Um, <laughs> there's, um, it took a while to get to that level, but um, we're now moving pretty quickly. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so I would say okay, roughly so a million, seen, just under right at million. You've seen a million resumes. And I think here, here's the million dollar question for the man who has seen uh, around a million resumes. What goes into a good resume? There's a lot of people looking for jobs right now. What goes into a good resume? And like, what what don't people realize like mistakes they're making too? Just talk to us about that a little bit. So there's a lot of theory on this and there's no straightforward question or answer to your question. But uh, what goes into a good resume in general, I would say is um, tailoring it to the job that you're trying to get and so a lot of people just start with a resume from their perspective what is me put me on a piece of paper and i like to recommend and i've seen success with this is just focus on what's your goal and then work backwards to you and instead of 
starting with I am this. It started like, what does they want to see? This is A, B, and C. Um, it also is really helpful is to look at a job description. If you're going for this job, take the job description. 20% of that job description could be your, in your resume, assuming it, it matches you. But that's a good place to start, at least. Um, we also offer, if you're trying to get like a, a specific job, we like I said before, we have um, suggestions for um, many different job titles that allows people to quickly, with a click of a button, maybe fill out a few things. You can get your resume pretty much complete on our website in 10 minutes. And so um, I would say start with what you're going after for one. Two, another thing is um, use words that are uh, distinct. So like say, um, I helped raise $100, X dollars, and have that number be a specific number that when a recruiter's scanning, they're looking for, for things you've done that they can say is tangible, like, um, it, like improve morale for a team as, as a leader, like it's one thing versus like helped recruit three people and brought them up to speed. And like the three, that distinct number is, um, is observational. Like it's a, it's a very important um, metric that I like to encourage people to include on the resume. It's really, really interesting. I know so many people are going to be interested in this conversation. And I, I'm just thinking about what you said. And I'm thinking about uh, my personal experience and I've, you know, managed uh, in, or hired rather, hired hundreds of people. Some of the things that, that always jump out at me would be, like you said, the personalization. You know, a lot of people, they just spray resumes all over the place. There's no personalization for the position. If they would have taken five minutes and just thought about how their background actually applied to the role. And, and they would probably give themselves like an 80, 90% better chance of making it to the next level. But a lot of people, they just, you know, they're just shooting resumes all over the place. So I think you just that one tip alone, you're going to help a lot of people get jobs, you know, for sure. So that personalization around a goal and the exact position. And then I absolutely love that idea the, like the exact number of people you've managed, the exact you know, number of people you hired, the exact result that you've gotten, a case study around the specific job, um, that, that shows that forward thinking. You know, another thing that I, that I see that's, that's also kind of big is career history too. I feel like that can be a red flag if somebody has only been six months, six months, six months, a year, a year, a year, you know, at, at a place, you can tell they, they jump around a lot. What are some other red flags that you've seen? Is there anything else that like, in your resumes, you're like, well, oh, that's that's a no-no. Don't do that. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. And you got to think of your audience. I think a couple other red flags are, I mean, obviously the point you, you mentioned, gaps in your work history. Um, but but the things that are very obvious, like typos, grammar, um, making sure you're um, doing the minimum stuff. And we offer tools that help people like proofread and um, uh, scan the resume. And so um, it's really about like making sure you know who your audience is, making sure that they, um, your audience is that hiring manager, you're gonna get in the door. Don't put something on there that's gonna make it super easy for him to say, nope, next one. Assume he's got a stack of thousands of resumes and he's just looking for excuses. He or she is looking for excuses to, uh, to throw them out. And, um, and so it's important that uh, you don't give them a reason to, to do that. And another thing I like to think is a lot of people want to put more stuff on there. Sometimes it's just highlighting the, the simple stuff and keeping it simple. 
create it so that the, the reader is intrigued and wants to reach out to you. Um, leave some things off that maybe aren't as succinct and to the point. Um, also keep it to one page so that uh, someone scanning this is gonna be okay, bum, 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 here's the information, check, 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 and then we're gonna reach out to you. And so um, resume gets you in the door um, and then you, it's on, and then it's the hard part is, is having, acing the interview. Um, and so don't give them a reason to not let you in the door is kind of uh, one way to think about it. Yeah, I like that a lot, great advice. I mean, think of the difference if the first line is uh, say, say you're applying for a position in search engine optimization. I'll just talk about what I know, but say say the first line is expert digital marketing enthusiast who has done email marketing for four years and, you know, opposed to, um, you know, expert digital marketer, passionate about SEO, made quick transition, you know, transition SEO, been, been studying courses, you know, night and day. It wouldn't be exactly like that, right? But just tailoring that beginning part that makes all the difference showing you have some interest and you thought about the company, that personalization is, is big. So, so you've had a ton of success. Um, your, your site, people love, um, you've got a, a lot of people using it now. And um, you also have gotten really good at marketing. Uh, full disclosure, we've done some, some marketing work together. Um, and let's not go into all the specifics because we don't want to give away any secrets or anything like that. But when you think about marketing from your perspective, like what are you the most excited about in marketing? What have been some of the things that that you have enjoyed uh, doing and that have helped for your program? Um, yeah, I mean, so we're in a very uh, interesting, unique uh, industry in terms of marketing as we're learning and we're still always learning. Um, one thing that has been a challenge is finding people when they're ready to build a resume. Now, building a resume, as you know, as everyone listening knows, is that is a very difficult task. There's a, you know, like, it's stressful, it's anxiety around it. Like, what am I going to put here? What template do I pick? What's like, as you know, all these aspects to building a resume can be challenging. And so, um, one of the things that's been really exciting is trying to capture the person when they're ready to build their resume. And yeah. so um, we've had a lot of success on that down funnel, like high search intent. Like when someone's looking, how do I build a resume? You provide tips on a landing page and then you, you convert them. And um, you basically, so it, it's been really exciting tying our product to marketing. And so like where like the, a lot of people will like at least in my experience will will separate the two and they'll have here's our marketing landing page and this is what marketing has to worry about and then on the product we're going to have um we'll worry about our product and it, they're, they're siloed a little bit and so one of the things that's been really interesting is kind of meshing those two things together um we've done a lot of work around building different landing pages that are tailored to almost every search term out there um and not just like changing out a, a header, but like actually like if someone's searching for templates, we're going to surface some templates up here and we're going to potentially offer, make offers or discounts, templates related. And then we're going to push them into the funnel and they're going to go into this step. Everything's a little different. And so we've been working at collecting that data. Data collection is obviously really huge. Um, and actually, as you read scale, it, actually the data becomes more meaningful quicker. Um, obviously. And so you, you get to learn quicker, which is also very exciting. And so capturing people at the right step um, when they're ready to convert, um, also nurturing the people that aren't right, ready to convert, aren't ready to do it. 
and we're working up, we're spending a lot of effort more up funnel now these days as we try to um, give suggestions, tips, and things that get people engaged and they're interested. And then when they're ready to purchase, um, we'll, we'll be there for them. We also offer a free trial. So um, everything on our website is free trial. So from a marketing perspective, what's, what's really interesting is, is identify, like trying to evolve as we've gone up funnel um, and not just the marketing, but also our product. Our product has to keep up with marketing and vice versa. And so it's been an exciting challenge as something I'm learning new about every day as we go. And uh, so, yeah, I hope, I don't know if that answers your question. I hope oh, that- it does. And I, I, lo- I love the granularity um, of your approach. And I think you just gave a great lesson for all of our listeners. And it's just, you know, making sure that your product shows up at the right time in the journey. You know, that's such an important part of every business. I was talking to another business owner um, earlier today who had a much longer cycle. It's about a three-month nurturing cycle. Yours is much more quick and and immediate. And then you're aligning uh, the landing pages and the ads, you know, all around that. As we're thinking about marketing, you know, what what are some some things that you would uh, tell people who are looking to start a digital marketing program for the first time? Like say, say you're talking to yourself like two years ago, what would you tell yourself starting a digital program for the first time? Uh, what, what would be some things to focus on and some tips for our listeners? Yeah. So it's kind of the, unique to the business. I think it was really important for us before we could scale was identifying um, like lifetime value of a, a customer and yeah. um how they interact, when, what makes them cancel, what, how can you give them what they're really looking for? What do they really want? And so all those things affect um, the lifetime value. And so getting a clear, distinct lifetime value, also getting, uh, capturing user behavior on your website, how do they use the product when they download resumes, what templates do they like, what pages do they want to see, where do they spend the most time on, all these little things that tell a story. And so really capturing that data and every marketer out there knows this, but then there's really the digesting of that. Um, and after collecting it, that's uh, very important. Um, and so I would say, and it's really challenging, um, especially if you're a subscription-based service, um, understanding LTV of a customer is not easy and you have to segment and understand that. And then when for example, for us, like we are subscription-based if a user chooses to um, not cancel and then what they see. So that LTV, I mean, we have to be very confident in our calculations on LTV because our day zero, we might be negative on acquiring a customer, but we know that over the long run that uh, their usage of the product, the, the services we offer will be enough for that person to continue using our product. And so um, to me, if I were to go back, I would make sure you find a segment that's profitable, um, capture that LTV and then scale it up as much as you can. Um, obviously that's that's the challenge. And so making sure you know, and you can trust that your customers are gonna come back and um, use your product a certain way is, is very important. And so capturing that data, understanding LTV, um, understanding the user behavior and creating an amazing experience um, is, is paramount to success. And so, and then also like great customer support. So the whole package kind of goes together um, with 
it's not just marketing and send it to a landing page and then have a checkout page. It's, there's more to it. And so um, going back, I would, I would recommend like, really understanding your customers and how they use your website. I love that. And I just feel like, you know, you, you really tied a nice bow on it. And so many people get that wrong. So many people throw up the landing page and start doing the marketing and they haven't thought about um, what, what are they going to do with the customer? How are they going to keep the customer? How are they going to make the customer happy? We're seeing this huge change now where value-based bidding is coming to Google and Facebook and YouTube. And, you know, you were really ahead of that. And I think you had a, a big leg up because your engineering background, it's sometimes it's kind of hard to get that stuff set up if you're not techie and a lot of people skip the steps, but Ignite Visibility listeners, if you have your data right, if you know the lifetime value, you're going to be in a much better position. So uh, Steve, in wrapping up today, where can people find out more about you and um, what should they be looking at for a future Rocket Resume? Yeah, so if anyone uh, is listening, wants to build a resume, you can go to rocketresume.com. Uh, we're giving a limited free promotion if they go to rocketresume.com slash ignite. Um, and you can poke around the website. I'm open to feedback. I'd love to hear what everyone thinks. Um, you can reach us at support at Rocket Resume, or you can reach me personally, steve at rocketresume.com. Um, and I will eventually get to people's responses. I love hearing from our customers and people marketing. Um, and so um, there's always room to improve and I uh, love hearing from everyone. So look forward to that. Awesome. Thanks so much, Stephen. If anybody has a question about resumes, digital marketing, make sure to leave one in the comments, whether you're on YouTube or you're watching this on LinkedIn or you're watching on Facebook. Steve, thank you so much for sharing some of your journey and some tips with us today and helping us all have uh, better resumes as we go into the future. That's going to save a lot of people a lot of time and um, hope you have a great day. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. Appreciate you having me. Take care.